If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. John Gruden stepped down yesterday as the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders football team hours after the New York Times detailed emails in which he had made homophobic and misogynistic remarks and following an earlier report of racist statements about a union leader. Well, he said on Twitter in a statement issued by the team, I've resigned as a head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. I love the Raiders and do not want to be a distraction. Thank you to all the players, coaches, staff, and fans of Raider Nation. I'm sorry. I never meant to hurt anyone. Now, no word yet on who is going to be the new head coach or the interim head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. But we know even though they moved to Las Vegas, there are still a lot of Raiders fans here in Sonoma County. So that we just wanted to let you know today. All right. Well, McDonald's. I'm loving it is showing some love to educators this week with free breakfast. So starting now through October 15th, teachers, administrators, and other school staff can get a free breakfast just by showing their school ID card in store and at the drive-thru. So the free breakfast is including a sandwich, hash browns, and a beverage. Plus, it even comes in a Happy Meal box to brighten your morning. Uh, You can claim your free breakfast each morning this week, not just once. That's amazing. Love that. Uh, We didn't see this collaboration coming. From country to blues to rock to soul, Chris Stapleton can simply do it all. And now he's joining forces with Carlos Santana. He appears on a brand new song called Joy. Check this out. Joy will appear on Carlos Santana's upcoming album, Blessings and Miracles, which will be coming out this Friday, October 15th. Good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. I am on a mission to make the perfect smoothie. Or at least the perfect smoothies. So last week I brought in a smoothie that was not ideal. I don't know what I put in it, but I was like, (laughs) and I had to drink it because I made it. Right. Um, So this week I decided to try a new recipe um, and it's been a bit of a journey. Now, Tanner, I like this new recipe and I want to know what you think. It is frozen peaches and bananas, Greek yogurt, spinach and orange juice and Ooh. I'm calling it Amber's Peach for the Stars smoothie. Ooh. Get it? Because it has peaches in it. I dig it. Amber's so, Peach for the Stars. Peach for the Stars smoothie. Mo- smoothie, yeah. Um, so I want you to rate this on a five point scale what you think of it. Alright, I'm going to do a taste test right now. Okay, me too. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, okay. It, what do you think? Is it too tart? It's a little tart. It's I can taste mostly the orange juice coming out of it, but I would say it's pretty dang good overall. On a scale from five stars, I think you're starting off to a very strong star. I'm going to give you four out of five stars. Four, the, okay. The only thing is the color. That throws me off a little bit. If oh, I didn't, it's green? Yeah, it's, gr- it's a little bit green, a little bit kind of like looks like a little I don't know how to describe it. like a, it's like a ghost in a cup like a seafoam green yeah it's because of the spinach yeah I I would say <laughs> if I didn't look at it I'd be like oh thanks for getting me some orange Julius <laughs> but, yeah that's what I was trying yeah. to go for that taste maybe orange Julius and stuff like that just puts 
like uh, some color in all their... Well, I don't know that they put spinach in it. Uh, probably not. But um, <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would drink this whole thing in a heartbeat. It's pretty dang good. I was trying to model it after the Jamba Juice Orange Sea Booster. Yeah. But they have sherbet in that. Yeah. So I couldn't do that. I'm trying to be healthy. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day. On Froggy 92.9. Have you figured out what you're going to be for Halloween yet? We are ready to meet up for the first time since the pandemic started. We have teamed up with Third Street Aleworks, the Santa Rosa Metro Chamber, and Punky's Pumpkin Patch to bring Halloween joy to you. And Amber, I understand we're going to be having a big old costume contest. So the costume contest is going to start at 6 p.m. in Old Courthouse Square in Santa Rosa. And then we're actually all going to meet up at Third Street Outworks to, you know, eat and drink and um, have a pumpkin carving contest. It's going to be amazing. You can head to Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning for more details on that. But Amber, we can't participate in the costume contest. But do you know what you're going to be for Halloween? I'm going to be an alien. Nice. Yeah. That's exciting. (laughs) I've been uh, obsessed with aliens lately and space. So I'm going to do that. And I'll probably put like a little NASA t-shirt on my pup Remy. I like that. Like an alien and an astronaut. What about you? Uh, I decided for Halloween this year, I am going to be Austin Powers. Okay, great. And I'm really excited. I think I'm going to make a great Austin Powers. But the thing is, is finding an Austin Powers Halloween costume is actually very difficult right now. Yeah, it's not really up to date. It's not modern. I think I'm going to have to, like, find clothes that can work for Awesome Powers and the fake glasses on all that. So it's a work in progress as we speak. Do you already have your Halloween costume? I do, yeah. I bought it two years ago um, before the pandemic, and I never got to wear it. So um, I'm just going to wear it again. I'm going to recycle it. Getting some great responses on Facebook right now for what we're going to be from Halloween. Like Joni from Ukiah said, our family is going to be Disney villains. My kids wanted to be something scary this year, and that's as far as I go. Uh, Nikki from Santa Rosa says, no idea, but I think the two of you should go as each other. (laughs) Hilarious. And Carly from Rotor Park says, my boyfriend and I are going to be Forrest Gump and Jenny. We both love the movie, and we like being movie characters for Halloween every single year. All the things, all morning. Oh, literally, makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. No Time to Die, the 25th film in the James Bond series, premiered on the 8th in movie theaters nationwide. I still need to see it. I really, really want to see it. Well, there's a name displayed high in the credits with a special meaning for Sonoma County. Um, The director of the movie is Carrie Joji Fukunaga. Now, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, He's 44 and he's a 1995 graduate of Annalee High School. What? uh, Which is now renamed West County High School in Sebastopol. Now, he's the first American director chosen to helm a film in the Bond series. It's pretty cool. That's incredible. Since 1962. So, I mean, it's pretty impressive. And and to have someone like Carrie, you know, come from West County, come from Sebastopol to be the director of a James Bond film, it's got to be amazing. And if that's not your reason to go see the new James Bond movie, 
you got to go see it, is basically <laughs> what I'm trying to say. And this gives me motivation, too. Shout out to Sonoma County and that director for uh, directing the movie. So No Time to Die Again um, is out in theaters right now. It's also Daniel Craig's last James Bond film. So who do we think is going to be the next James Bond? There's a lot of talk on the Internet about this. Uh, like Hannah from Santa Rosa said, Cillian Murphy loved him in Peaky Blinders. On our Froggy Facebook page right now, uh, Ryan from Windsor is sounding off. He said, I think Tom Hardy could be a good Bond. And Lori from Guerneville said, Richard Madden from Game of Thrones. Oh, he's so good looking. <laughs> and, he, and he's Scottish, so it would be a great take on James Bond. Um, but Tanner, who do you think the next James Bond should be? I think Idris Elba would be a great person for the role. He has a ton of experience in a lot of different types of movies, so he has a lot of range. And that includes action movies, too, and he just has the look. I think with every James Bond, there's a certain look that you need and a certain swagger to your step. And I think he could be the next James Bond for like 10 years. <laughs> totally. I mean, Idris has come out to say that he's not interested in being James Bond. He, Dang it. He says, I'm too old. But I, I don't think if he, if he got offered it, I don't think he would roll it out because Daniel Craig is 53 right now, ending his career as James Bond. So Idris could start at 49. I don't see the issue. Yeah. And it seems like uh, Daniel Craig has been James Bond for like <laughs> ever. So right. uh, I, I kind of understand where Idris is coming from, where that's a role he's going to play for at least a decade. Uh, so I get it. But I would really love to see him. What about you, Amber? Uh, personally, it's probably pretty obvious, but I think Henry Cavill should be the next Bond. Um, I think he would bring back like the British charm to James Bond because Daniel Craig was like a cold-hearted like James Bond. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was just like stone sour. And uh, I think Henry Cavill would be a very charming Bond. But what do you think? Who should be the next James Bond? Give us a call right now at 636-1467. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. A little word to the wise. Pay your vendors, but not only that, treat them like human beings. An unidentified wedding photographer said that uh, they actually deleted a couple's photos after being denied the chance to eat. Now, the story was posted in a Reddit group. Uh, the photographer said they were paid $250 for 10 hours a day. Um, if you have ever hired a photographer, that's not a lot of money. Uh, the photographer said they had worked six hours straight at the wedding, and when they asked if they could eat... They said, I was told I cannot stop to eat because I need to be a photographer. In fact, they didn't save me a spot at any table. Now, when the groom said they couldn't leave the event to get a snack, that was the last straw. The photographer then deleted all of the pictures they had took on the wedding day. So here's my opinion. You should expect to feed all of your vendors, including, but not limited to, your DJ, the band. The photographer, the wedding planner and coordinator, and all subsequent coordination staff. I mean, hairstylists, makeup artists, literally all the vendors. And as you're planning, it's probably a good idea to keep a running list of all of them in addition to your RSVPs. Um, and someone said this on Twitter about this, and I, I thought it was funny because I was thinking the same thing. You can starve your wedding photographer and choose not to feed them if you want, 
but when the pictures come out blurry because the photographer's sugar was low or they weren't feeling great because they didn't have any food for the past 10 hours, don't complain about that either. Eric from Petaluma sent a message and said, I'm a photographer. There was an event and most events that I covered from 6 a.m. until 6 p.m. When the groom was being served, I asked for food, but they denied me. Eric says, I was almost collapsing at that point. I didn't delete the photos, though, but I understand what this person felt. Uh, Peter from Gatati has a different point of view. He says, a properly organized and professional photographer wouldn't have done that. He could have brought an assistant or even stationed his video camera recording on a stand with a strategic spot while he took a break. Polly from Hillsburg says, why treat someone like an animal? He was thirsty, hungry. They paid for their inhumane act. So by deleting the photos for not being offered food at this wedding, do you think what this photographer did was fair or foul? Call right now. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Coming to the Masonic in San Francisco on October 17th is... Brothers Osborne! It's the We're Not For Everyone tour and tickets are on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. But you have an opportunity to win some tickets with us right now if you solve today's mind bender. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. My, 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 answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. Here is today's mind bender. 64% of people own something made by this company. What company is it? Here's a clue. You use it every day. Here's clue number two, fruit. Here's another clue, gadget. If you know what that gadget is, give us a call right now at 636-1467. Nadia from Petaluma. Nadia, what's your guess? Apple. That's correct! Congratulations to you. Are you calling us from an iPhone right now? I actually am. Well, congratulations. You have won a pair of tickets to see Brothers Osborne! Thank you so much. They're playing at the Masonic in San Francisco. Tickets on sale now. Ticketmaster.com. But you're going, thanks to which morning show? With Amber and Tanner in the morning. should someone know when they are becoming a waiter, waitress, server for the very first time? We ask you this on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Allie from Windsor says, good shoes are everything. Jackie from Pengrove said, have thick skin. That's a good one. Rebecca from Santa Rosa says, know your steps of service and always give love to the back of house. They give you free food. My girlfriend, Cammy uh, just got a job, and I'm very excited for her. She's going to work at a restaurant on 4th Street right here in Santa Rosa. Um, she's opening a new chapter in her life, and I'm very excited for her. But, Amber, there's something very specific that I know you can relate to that I think I need some advice on. Okay. Um, and that specifically is regarding scheduling. So you and I, we get up really early. Our schedule's earlier in the day. And people who are servers are typically people who work at night. 
And I know your fiance Cole is someone that has worked in the service industry. He's a manager for a really long time. What are some things I can do to make sure my relationship goes well while we are managing completely different schedules? Texting a lot is what Cole and I do. And we do little things like tag each other in memes on Instagram just to let each other know that we're thinking about each other. Yeah. And um, those days off that you have together are going to be really important. And I would plan things ahead of time. That's what we do. I'm like, well, what do you want to do on Sunday? Because that's, that's the day off we both have together. Mm-hmm. And we try to make sure we're on the same page about that. Are we going to eat in? Are we going to eat out? Are we going to watch a movie? Like, we really try hard to make that time quality time. Does that make sense? That absolutely makes sense. Yeah. And that's something that I'm not especially great at i typically take my day day by day see what happens let's plan something last minute but (laughs) it's an adjustment i think that i'm going to have to definitely make um so that yeah that is going to be an adjustment but think about it as like long distance dating which is something you guys have already done that's very true so i think that same mindset could be very helpful and you remember during that time i was texting nonstop 24 (laughs) 7 i was glued to my phone so i really appreciate that help it's you know a new chapter not only in her life but our relationship and i'm just gonna have to adjust to it good luck Amber and Tanner in the morning. The only way to wake up helps you wake up and get moving. She's re-energized. On Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're talking to Wendy. Recently, a kid hit a baseball onto Wendy's car at Howarth Park, and Barry Martindale is representing the family in question, and we're going to mess with Wendy a little bit this morning. Hi, this is Wendy. Who's this? Wendy, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. How you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. It's come to my attention that you are outside of Howarth Park in Santa Rosa and a child accidentally hit your car with a baseball? Yes. What I have in front of me is that it dented the hood of your car? Yeah. Well, I'm representing that family today and after talking to their insurance company, the family and the child aren't at fault or liable. What do you mean? They hit... The, the kid hit my car. I understand that, but you parked in what's called a danger zone here in Sonoma County. Apparently, when you park in these zones, it's uh, often to get hit by tennis balls or baseballs, and you parking your car was at your own risk. Uh, there was no, like, sign that it was a danger zone. I, I imagine this is frustrating. I totally sympathize with you, but you should have just parked somewhere else. This is ridiculous. I would think the family would just own the fact that their kid hit my car and paid for it. Well, it happens. Have you ever been around kids? Why Why are you being such a Grinch right now? I'm not a Grinch. I love it. I have my own children. And if my children hit somebody else's car with a baseball bat, I would absolutely cover the damage. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Seriously? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Froggy 92.9. On the show, we have Sebastopol's police chief, Chief Kevin Kilgore. Kevin, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to have you today, and we know you're trying to raise funds for the North Bay Cancer Alliance. Why did you choose to raise funds right now? You know, I think it's important for our folks uh, in our communities to recognize all the work that our the North Bay Cancer Alliance does for the North Bay and those who are cancer survivors, cancer research, 
and the, the heroes that uh, have survived uh, cancer and those who we've lost. And recognizing that is important for all of us to see. And I think it's important for us as a public agency and police department to show our support for that and reach out and become a have a better relationship with our community in doing things like this. So, Chief, can you tell us what your goal is and when you're trying to complete that goal? Our goal is to reach $2,500 because we started this at the beginning of October. Uh, obviously, we would love to raise as many funds as we can, but our goal is $2,500. If we reach that $2,500, I have let our department personnel and our community know that I am willing to dye my hair pink in support of Breast Cancer Awareness Month for the remainder of the month of October. And we are uh, we're slowly approaching that goal. We're about $128 left before we reach the goal of $2,500. But obviously, we hope that we can raise a whole lot more than that. That is so cool. Again, on the phone <laughs> right now, we have Sebastopol's Police Chief, Chief Kevin Gilgore, on the phone. Uh, hey, Kevin, where can we donate? Uh, you can donate uh, to the Sebastopol Police Department on Venmo. And if you go to our Sebastopol Police Department Facebook page, or Instagram page, you'll see the Venmo link there. and uh, Or you can come into the station. We have a donation box at the front of the station as well, and you're welcome to donate there also. Well, personally, I think you're going to look really cute with pink hair. I <laughs> I hope it comes out when you're done with all of this, so you're not walking around Sebastopol with bright pink hair. But I think that's the vibe there as well. Absolutely. I'm sure that uh, <laughs> if, if nothing else, it can only be an improvement to the way I look now. So uh, hopefully that, uh, that dye will come out at some point. It may last a little bit longer than October, but we're, we're excited to uh, bring a a presence and uh, acknowledgement for our our folks at the North Bay Cancer Alliance. Chief Kilgore on the phone right now. Again, you can donate right now for the North Bay Cancer Alliance by finding uh, the Sebastopol Police on Facebook and Instagram and donate to Venmo. Police Chief Kevin Kilgore, thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much, Tanner and Amber. We appreciate it. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Yesterday, our coworker Christine came into our office and she mentioned that her dad is one of seven kids. And I was like, whoa, your grandparents had a whole theater production. <laughs> like, they could do the whole play Oklahoma crew and all when it would have been an issue. You even got PA people, <laughs> lighting people, directors, everything you need. You're right. That's so many. Seven kids. Mm -hmm. And there's no, like, judgment from me on that. It's just I come from a small immediate family. It's just my brother and I. Mm -hmm. Although... I did know a family in my hometown that had over 14 kids. 14 kids. 14. Is that more than than you would expect? Yeah, that's more than a football team can have on the field at one time. <laughs> wait, wait. So do you not know a family that has more than that? No, 14. Uh, unless you count like the Duggars or something like that. Uh, <laughs> but the most I know is actually my immediate family. Like Christine, uh, my dad is one of seven kids. Oh. And uh, his mom, my grandma, had seven kids before she was 27 years old. Times have changed quite Ooh. a bit. And uh, what's Ooh. what's intense is that all of those kids have at least six kids. My dad has the least with mm. four kids. And so I have like 70-something cousins. 
I can't even keep track anymore. You know, it's it's kind of the same with me because I have three first cousins and they each have three or four each. That's a lot so of cousins. It's just, it gets kind of... It gets kind of to be a lot, you know? That's when a family <laughs> reunion turns into a block party yeah, you real know, quick. Exactly. <laughs> well, we've got Stephanie from Novato on the phone that says she also has a big family. Hi, Stephanie. My great-grandmother had 26 children. What? We can't have family reunions at buildings. We have to have family reunions out in somebody's pasture. We buy right. pop-up tents and stuff. And <laughs> half the schools around me growing up almost... 90% of them I was related to. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you had kids from all, like, all different ages. I mean, it's really, I mean, it's a big family, and, it's, and it is chaotic and everything, but it's also a huge blessing. Amber and Tanner in the morning. The only way to wake up. Helps you wake up and get moving. She's re-energized. On Froggy 92.9. Coming to the Chase Center on October 20th is Dan and Shay. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com, but you have an opportunity to win a pair of tickets right now with us. Just give us a call at 636-1467 because you are about to compete against Amber. It's the Amber Show now. Lisa from Santa Rosa. Lisa from Santa Rosa. Are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Absolutely. This is how it works, Lisa. I'm going to ask you five rapid fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, Lisa, we're going to bring Amber back in the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay, sounds good. Before Amber gets out of the studio, you want to talk some smack for a half a point bonus? Amber, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Lisa, here's question number one for you. Walmart and Costco are limiting the sales of toilet paper due to supply chain problems across the nation. Which toilet paper brand has an animated bear in their commercials? Charmin. That is correct. You're up one to zip. Here's question number two. Jimmy Allen says that his wife helps him keep grounded. Which dancing competition show is Jimmy Allen currently on? Dancing with the Stars. That is correct. You're up two to zip. Here's question number three. Mark Hammond has exited NCIS after 18 seasons. What does NCIS stand for? Ooh, haven't seen that one. Sorry, I don't know. Pass. That's A-OK. Still up to zip. Here's question number four. John Party says that he loves being married. Name the artist that John Party claims is one of his biggest influences. Is it A, Shania Twain, B, Rascal Flatts, or C, Alan Jackson? C, Alan Jackson. That is correct. Three to zero. And here is question number five. Tesla is celebrating the launch of their new factory in Germany with a limited edition beer. Name the billionaire that is the founder of Tesla. Is it A, Bill Gates, B, Elon Musk, or C, Jeff Bezos? C, Jeff Bezos. That is incorrect. I'm going to bring Amber back into the studio. Amber, Lisa from Santa Rosa got three and a half out of five. He's making them hard, Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's question number one for you, Amber. Walmart and Costco are limiting the sales of toilet paper due to supply chain issues across the country. Which toilet paper brand has animated bears in their commercials? I think it's Charmin. That is correct. One to one is the score. Question number two. Jimmy Allen says that his wife keeps him grounded. Which dancing competition show is Jimmy Allen currently on? 
Dancing with the Stars. That is correct. Two to two is the score. Here's question number three. Mark Hammond has exited NCIS after 18 seasons. What does NCIS stand for? Um, NC, Naval Crime Scene Investigation. That's actually incredibly close, oh, no. but that's no. It's Naval Criminal Investigative Service. Oh, Woo. dang. I would have been shocked if anybody would have got that. <laughs> the score is still two to two as we speak. Here's question number four. John Party says that he loves being married. Name the artist that John Party claims is one of his biggest influences. A, Shania Twain. B, Rascal Flatts. Or C, Alan Jackson. I'm going to say C. Allen Jackson. I'm going to say that is correct. The score is three to three. And if you remember, Lisa from Santa Rosa got her half a point bonus. Okay. So it all comes down to this question. Mm. Tesla is celebrating the launch of their new factory in Germany with a limited edition beer. Name the billionaire that is the founder of Tesla. Is it A, Bill Gates? Or you raise your hand. You already got it. Oh, it's Elon Musk. Did I? I was looking at this shiny scrunchie in my hand. Well, Elon Musk is <laughs> who it is. And Lisa from Santa Rosa, I am so sorry you were not the champion of the Amber Showdown. That's okay. Good Aww. job, Amber. <laughs> well, we love you so much, and you sound so sad about it. Why don't we just go ahead and give her those tickets to see? Danny Shay! <laughs> so excited. Thank you. October 20th, you will be at the Chase Center seeing Dan and Shay along with the band Camino and Ingrid Andress. But Lisa, you did lose. You still got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. You're going to see Dan and Shay at the Chase Center on October 20th, thanks to which morning show? With Amber and Tanner in the morning, Froggy 92.9. Do you have a bizarre sandwich habit or even just a weird food habit? What is it? So there's a weather delay during Sunday night football's game between the Chiefs and the Bills. And the players ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches during the delay. Aww. And so what What did the sportscasters do? They debated about the proper way to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. All right, we've got to send it back to the studio. Mike Tarico, I want to know what the proper ratio is on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Back to you. Well, I have a nut allergy, so I'm the one here who's not the expert. I'll turn to you guys. <laughs> and that went on for like five minutes. What else are they going to talk about? There's no game. Exactly. So I really, I really appreciate them as broadcasters <laughs> being able to like fulfill needs when there are is nothing there. It's improvising. Yeah, I respect Which, that. Yeah, we should probably learn from that. Actually, I, I'm taking notes over here. <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. When in doubt, there's really no one else for us to watch. But <laughs> I love a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Do you have any bizarre sandwich habits, or maybe even just food habits? Yes, I did this yesterday, and I know I'm going to get judged for it because it's happened to me my whole life. So if I eat a sandwich and I have chips on the side, I'll crush up the chips, and then I'll like press my sandwich against the plate into the crushed up chips and then eat the sandwich with the crushed up chips on. So the chips are on like the part of the bread where your fingers would typically be? No, on the oh, end, okay, like okay, the end okay. that you would bite into. And like some people are like, why don't you just put the chips in Inside, the sandwich. Yeah. And I'm like, no, because I like them in little bits, like crunchy. Yeah. Um, but then somebody else was like, why don't you take a bite of a sandwich, then put a chip in? And it's like this, like so many people have told me there's different ways to do this. It, and I'm just like, y'all, just let me do this. Just, just let me be. It's my one joy. It just goes to show you like what you like, you know, <laughs> and we have our weird food habits. A sandwich habit that I have whenever I make a sandwich at home, I refuse to use two pieces of bread. 
I will simply use one piece of bread and fold it in half. Because otherwise the sandwich is just too bready, you know? I, I don't have the ingredients <laughs> to have two pieces of bread. Maybe you should just turn your sandwiches into wraps or something since you don't I like, like bread. That. That's what I do. Yeah. But if I eat too much bread, I get bloated, and nobody wants wait. to be around me when I'm bloated. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I have a question. Yeah. So to eat like a full sandwich, do you do two pieces of folded bread? No, I just do one piece of bread just total. One? And I so have technically a half Z sandwich. And I just fold her in half. I don't like that. <laughs> Wake up, Tanner. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Every morning. Woo! In the country. On Froggy 92.9.